comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No internet, no GPS, no text messages, no podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Folks, Craig DeMonda here. Thanks for listening to the Walking Dead TV podcast. This is the second part, or the episode 195B, of our discussion on the season finale of The Walking Dead. So if you haven't listened to the first part of our discussion, that's episode 195A. Please go ahead and do that now. And uh, we broke it up because we had a very lengthy show. It was almost three hours long. Had to break it up into two chunks to make it easier to digest on your various podcast listening devices out there. And, uh, of course, we had a lot of buster at the end too, which is great. So the episode got very, very, very long, and we just wanted to break it up into two easily digestible parts for all of you. So once again, thanks so much for listening. Look forward to joining you all again in the summer for Fear the Walking Dead. So without further ado, here is the second part of our discussion on the season finale of The Walking Dead. Thanks, folks. Take care. So once he closes the coffin, we see Sasha turn on the iPod, and that's where we realize where that light's coming from underneath her during all these flashback scenes we've been seeing. And um, she then pulls out the poison pill and takes it and drinks the water. So we always see that that's it. It's really just a matter of time before she goes. Flash forward to Negan opening the coffin and zombie Sasha appears and goes right after Negan. And he says, holy goddamn!" And and he knocks him. (laughs) She knocks him clear off the truck onto the ground. That distraction. This is, I think, where I think that's yeah. That's where Carl. This is where Carl. Right, right. This is where we had a problem. Yeah, it's just talking about. Yeah, this distraction is enough for Carl to shoot a few of the junkyard people. Two, two, two. right. And Daryl and gang start doing the same. They all just like Carl starts it, and they all jump in. (laughs) Of course, it's Carl. Yeah, (laughs) Rick is still pinned to the top of the gate with a gun to his head. You know, Jadis is holding on him, and Michonne and Creepy Girl begin their death match. Good, uh, good zombie work on Sasha, by the way. They tend to do good by the yeah. cast members, and was, yeah. it was a it was a creepy yeah, zombie. Good, yeah. yeah. And the shot of her reveal was really nice, like right at the camera. That was a <sighs> really great it's, shot. It's not great in freeze frame because there's one picture that I could have um, used in my review, and it's like, no, that looked pretty terrible. But as far as <laughs> in, <laughs> in action, it looked all right. Hmm. <laughs> Should go to zombie thing, school? <laughs> here, everybody is fighting each other, and then Rick and Jadis are just kind of standing there, and Jadis is kind of holding the gun on him. Pretty much, like he can't move. Like staring but at him, I know, but like yeah. just standing there, and like I don't know, I expected something to happen. It almost so, felt like uh, it felt like a return the Jedi. 
yeah. fit, like thing where she's making him watch the fight and can't get in it. Like he keeps looking back at her and trying to, you know, wanting to get in and then she's like, No, no, no. That photo is pretty bad. You just sent it to all of us. That's pretty bad. <laughs> Say what? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> so the Alexandrians are fighting bravely. Uh, really, it's just continuous shooting at this point. Rosita is shot, not gravely, and Tara kind of carries her off. Sasha still has Negan pinned on the ground, and he says, no, honey, no, God damn it!" when suddenly Vegetable Guy grabs her off of Negan. But yeah. it was a bad move because Zombie Sasha ended up biting half of his face off. Like she went, she just tore him up. Did you she notice all throughout this, the rest of these scenes, every henchman that helps Negan gets killed. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Except for right. except for Simon. Simon and him make it off, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I will yeah. say though that Jeffrey D. Morgan's delivery of when he's truly surprised and yeah. caught off guard, uh-huh. it's like priceless. Just the way he, yeah. the way he just has that panicked, like frantic, you know, voice and he's backing up. And it happens again. We'll get to it in a minute, but it's <laughs> it's just it's spot on. Like it I just I don't just know how well, he does it. This might be my favorite Negan episode so far, just because you get Jeffrey Dean Morgan, you know, with the quiet, intense moments with him and Sasha. You get the big, broad Negan standing in front of the gates of Alexandria, and then you get like Russ said, this like holy shit, Negan. Like, yes. uh, yeah, you get you get the shades <laughs> of Negan. Yeah, no, I agree yeah. with you, Jim. I think it is a very it's the it's the as much as I object to the character for various reasons, it's the this is the preferred version I like. Where the bravado, it's there, but it seems appropriate. The 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 the, the show's not. It's not making you like wait out seeing some like it's not making you wait for horrific violence to happen. You know it's going to happen or it's not going to happen. But what you're getting presented with is a way where it, it handles it much better than just like sitting in wait of like, yep, this is going to eventually happen and you're going to have to sit with it. Like it's 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 just it's just works way better as far as everything he's doing for it. So Negan and S- Simon regroup, and Negan declares, "Plan B, it is." <laughs> Jadis is still holding down on Rick at this point, and she orders him down now. He tries to say, "We can make another deal." She doesn't want to <laughs> hear it, and shoots him on his left side like a flesh wound, pretty much right through his, like his left kidney almost. But it just gets like a flesh wound, whatever. Rick goes down to the floor, and then she kicks him off the ledge, right, and she yeah. goes, and she says, "I said down." She did the same thing almost with the junkyard when she pushed him into the uh, into the pit, right? With that, yeah, it's like she doesn't even care; just throws yeah, him around. Yeah. <laughs> After commercial, we see Daryl is kicking ass, just mowing down people with his rifle. Those, Carl like, is weirdest looking rifle, by the way. Yeah, uh, yeah, oh, like yeah. A crazy little like a like, barrel on it or something. Clone Wars or something. Yeah, like, what what golden eye gun was this? <laughs> like straight out of Call of Duty stuff, yeah. right there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Carl's doing the same thing, just mowing people down. Michonne, though, is getting literally her ass beaten pretty bad. Yeah, she's she's... thing in this episode. I can't like, <laughs> what's happening here? Michonne, two week, three weeks ago, whatever, was like knocking off zombies, no problem, killing everybody because she's a badass. And this week, it's like one little white girl is like causing her all kinds of problems. <laughs> no, I didn't get that either. Yeah, I was like, did he? I mean, if they, if she had hit her in the head from behind, maybe you know she'd have a little bit of difficulty, but. But it evenly matched weird. like that. Yeah, it, was, yeah, it, it seems as weird. And they even had that scene beforehand where she's like, you know, kind of fishy. You know, she's acting kind of fishy and mm-hmm. she knows to like be on her guard around her, you know. Mm. 
Michelle doesn't drop her guard. She didn't drop her guard. I know. Not, like, just the scent of the governor set her off. So she started, like, standing right, right next to this person. And like, not, you like, would think when she saw the garbage people turn on them that she would exactly well check out. She, she turned around to do something, but the, the, she was already being held down with the gun with the other girl. Right. The other girl already had the gun to her head. Yeah, no, the reveal of the garbage people's turn, she had to get, because they're at a distance away and everything, so she's kind of slowly realizing what's happening through the scope. Right. Still, the realization of this, she, there's a there's a much better way to be on guard than just be like, all right, now I'm being beaten up by this person. Whatever. Like, it's just, ah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. But eventually the junkyard people get Rick and Carl held hostage, and they're... Some- I'm, I'm sorry. I yes. have to jump in because I wrote bad edit here because there's a really bad. There's I I did not. I was not a fan of this choreography. Of because this it looked like they were winning. It looked like the yeah, injury people were winning, it, right? Yeah, it, was, it wasn't clear exactly. who was who was who too. Like the 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 saviors and the junkyard people weren't easily defined from one another. Yeah, it's and then a, especially you know when the cavalry rushes in later, it's even worse. You know because you can't. It's not like you said, Aaron. It's bad choreography and and bad. It's just not even bad choreography, but it's like bad shot composition, bad like shot just, and bad yeah. blocking and bad yeah. blocking well, too. Because yeah, yeah dude, if, you're you're seeing everybody like on on the Alexandrian side. They see like you just said, Craig. They seem to yeah. be winning the fight, and then right. it just cuts to Jade is holding up like Rick, Rick and, and Carl, and, and then and, and, and Negan's everyone. right there on the grass. Like how did he get in town? He's like he was outside yeah. two seconds ago. Now he's like, inside. Yeah, well, it, it feels like we missed something. Yeah, it's just a weird. Yeah, I feel like we missed a, a scene or two. Or but at least we got six Sasha flashbacks, so who cares? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so the action scenes got cut, cut on the floor, but right, we have those Sasha flashbacks. That's what it feels like, an uneven edit. So Simon and Dwight are on the grass, and then, of course, like I said, Negan's there as well. Negan and Jadis chat a bit. Jadis tells him that the deal was for 12. Negan protests, saying that people are a resource and counters his offer with 10. They stare it out a bit. But much like how she negotiated with Rick earlier on, she relents and settles on 10. So I'm going to pause here for one second. Does Jadis need 10 people? Like, is that what she wants? She wants 10 saviors in her junkyard? I, I don't understand. That's what I was trying to figure what out. They, she had 150 what, people. Now you know what they've been eating. I, I, think, I think she gets the Alexandrians. I think that's the, the deal they're figuring out there. Oh. I, don't know, I don't know to what purpose, but I I think it's to take them into their. Oh, okay. I, I, I totally didn't pick up on that. Like they need another junkyard monster to put for their gladiator battles, so that's one right there. I thought oh. they were talking about houses. No, because Negan, houses. Negan said the people are a resource. He oh, used yeah. that line, so it's like okay, they're talking about manpower or people, but. Who's people and why do they need them? They have 150 people. At least they did before they started this battle. Now she's probably down about 20. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand what what they were negotiating for. What was the big deal? Well, in the Jadis episode next week, we'll figure that. Or <laughs> next season, we'll, we'll we'll see what's going on. So then Negan gets down to business. He gets down to his speechifying. He tells Rick how sad he's about to be. And this is getting reminiscent of, I guess, 16 episodes ago when yeah. they were on their knees just like this. Um, and how he's going to wish he was dead. He then says, you know, he likes having fun like any other guy, but maybe Rick forgot how serious Negan can be. Negan says that perhaps it's his fault, and then he has to start all over again, and that if he had a kid, he'd want him to be just like Carl, just like his kid. Carl then jumps in saying, Negan's not going to win. You're not going to win. And Negan tells Carl to point his one ball up the street and see what they've won already. Take it all in, he says, because they were obviously, they took the town in that crazy edit we didn't see. We keep cutting back and forth at this point to Michonne's death match with Creepy Girl, and she's losing bad. 
Then suddenly we hear a screech, and Rick looks back, and we see a woman fall from that ledge that they were fighting on, which is just down the street. Rick thinks, thinks it was Michonne from the look on his face. How? Like, why would he yeah, think that? Yeah, I didn't that? get that. Like, he had that look, though. Yeah, that, no you know, right. But it's like, why would you have that? Why, why would you be concerned about Michonne of all people? Like, she's the one that would die. <laughs> it's so far away, you would not even know it would be her. Like, like it could have been any yeah. of the townspeople. His assumption that it's Michonne that dies makes absolutely no sense to me whatsoever. Yeah. Well, he did know that she was up there, but still, it made no sense. But you can't tell that the sound that. came from that right that, that area. Yeah. Yeah. Mention, that's not how Michonne screams. Come on, no, exactly. yeah, no, yeah, no, exactly. not at all. Yeah. She but don't the, scream. My bit, like, right, she just I goes, like, "I'm a badass." Like I like, <laughs> I, I like a lot of what's going on. I like as far as the performances go. I think it's really good as far as raising the tension or what have you. But I never stop thinking, well, so who's going to save him? Because clearly Michonne can't die, or is it going to be the Hilltoppers, who I know are probably on their way, or the the scat or the uh, the, the um, kingdom? Kingdom. Like, so, so I'm, I'm less concerned with like, is Carl going to die? Because Carl's not going to die. Come on, guys. <laughs> so, so I'm more thinking. Is it who? Which which of these people's gonna like save them? So I'm thinking. Well, clearly Michonne has to like shoot because she didn't die. That'd be ridiculous. Like, so right. it's just. I I was having a I was having a tough time really gathering the strength to believe in the idea that Michonne could possibly have died in the situation with Rick like sitting there like oh. But the the toughest person I've ever known in my life just fell off a building. That's not real. <laughs> That's not a thing I, I can recognize. What's What's interesting too is from this moment on, where we're at in the episode to the end, is the level of intensity that I expected this entire episode to have. Because from this moment forward, mm-hmm. I thought it was perfect. So Negan leans in. He pretends to be sorry. That he goes, oh, you just lost someone really important to you, didn't you? He then says that Rick chose this and that it's now time for punishment. He says he's now going to kill Carl. He's going to do it with one swing. That's to not make him suffer. One good hard swing. And that Lucille is then going to take Rick's hands. Rick then says, and I quoted this, and you guys were alluding to this earlier on. I quoted it. You can do it right in front of me. You can take my hands, but I told you already that I'm going to kill you, all of you. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow. He says it again, but nothing is going to change that. Nothing. You are all already dead. This is this is the part where I mean, it's just it's stupid leaders back and forth, like Rick's stupid plan of bombing a truck, whatever the f- that is, and then you have, <laughs> and then you have Negan over here, like let me not kill the guy that is never going to back down. Like, what do you just kill yeah. Rick? There's no reason at this point. <laughs> Nothing is stopping you from killing. There's there's clearly other people that are competent in this town that would probably be willing to help Negan out. It's like why are but you Tobin? You know, yeah. And, and I, he doesn't a, want. He wants Rick to be the trophy, the broken trophy, though. He doesn't but it's want like to kill I, Rick. I feel like you got that. When Rick was balling out on his knees back, you know, sixteen episodes. Ago, I don't know what Negan's gonna get any more out of Rick than that moment. Like, no, I, don't I think he likes. He remember he wanted that that fighter Rick. Remember he kept asking to see that uh-huh. supposed fighter, and he right. didn't get it. When he watched that video and he saw Rick with a long beard, he goes, "That's the guy I wouldn't mess that's with." The guy yeah. he wanted. That I think he wanted it. Like he he got this Rick. I think he wants to break this Rick, not that other Rick. Which is, that's fine, I guess, but I can only chalk so much of Negan's character up to, he has a big ego, so it's cool. Like, it's just, you kill this guy. That's, re, yeah. Negan is such a, he's supposed to be ruthless and pragmatic. That is what I know about Negan. He's yeah, Negan. but too long, Negan existing for too long, he becomes a comic book villain. 
which is what he is. Which he is now. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's, that's basically what he is. He, and it's, uh, it just, it feels more like the show twisting and contorting itself to yeah. make, you know, stretch out this character longer. Oh, yeah, they love him. That, yeah, because they a dude like this, you just, yeah, I mean, in, in a real situation, they'd have to kill him. They, just they, they did sign Jeffrey Dean Morgan but for all of next season. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they don't want him to go. No, they they, they think he's the best thing for the show. Like they think he's yeah. awesome. And I'm not saying he's not. I'm just saying that they're going to stretch this character out as long as they possibly can. Which is going to be hard for next. But at season. the at the same time, you also have to keep Rick alive because he's the lead character. So like the show just <laughs> it. it <laughs> what if it ending. Show, what if it killed Rick, guys? Like what 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 a, what a crazy change that would be. Yeah, if but suddenly like brave. I I I'd give it. But I if you suddenly promoted what Carl and Michonne as lead characters because Andrew Lincoln's not there anymore, it'd be rough. It would, I think yeah, you do. I, I think you do a time jump if they did. Yeah. If they did that. Yeah. I think you do either five, ten years down the road, and and they could just kind of like a reboot. Right. Yeah, just like yeah. I think the the grown Carl's grown up or something, and you could have the daughter, you know, do a jump into the. Oh yeah, it it, it can be done. Obviously, I mean, spoilers. Rick is alive in the comics because he's the lead character. (laughs) Well, I'm curious as to will the Negan character have the same arc of character development that we've seen in the comics? Because Negan got to a very interesting point. We could talk about that. I want to definitely do a little comic uh, corollary towards the end. So yeah. I definitely want to explore well, that a little bit if we one could. One thing I did want to say that some of these scenes are directly like out of the comics. Right. Yeah. Especially yeah. in this fight scene here. I mean, uh, it, it was it was kind of uh, astonishing to me. It reminded me kind of like when the when the governor stormed the the, the prison and kill them all. Scenes, yeah. yeah, there were scenes in there that were like directly out of the comic, but in a totally different context. Yeah. Uh, here too, you know, it just it, it, it was kind of astonished by that, and I thought it was pretty cool. I'll say that prison that prison scene is staged a lot better than the action in this episode, which yes. is a little surprising yes. that it involved a tank but, and um, Daryl blowing one up, right? And Daryl oh, killing yeah. tank. Yes, they yeah, still that fuel that. truck. I don't know why they didn't bring that out, right? This I thought he good. was gonna, be, you know, I really right? when he climbed on a truck later, I thought he was gonna bust the truck through the gate or something. And, <laughs> yeah. I think, I, you and know what? I think Daryl might be onto something on the edit for this. The more I think about it, because like I said, you know, it, it just really yeah. seemed very uneven. I think he. Maybe they had a longer episode in mind, and they had to cut it down, or they had more footage. Yeah. Because, and then Aaron's point about the, um, you know, the way the choreography of the action and the mm-hmm. way the action was shot, you know. So you might be onto something there, man. They might have had a quick edit on this, or they didn't have enough time, or I don't know. Maybe the deleted scenes would show us. Maybe what if they decide well, to show it to us? You know, yeah, it's all they, they ever do, sure, obviously. Huh. So after Rick gave his response to Negan, Negan takes it in seriously. Like, he looks like he's really getting mad, but then he starts to chuckle, and he says, damn. He goes, damn, wow, Rick. He goes, okay. He stands up, takes off Carl's hat, hat, and says, you asked me to do it. He's about to swing Lucille, and then Shiva jumps in right behind him, the tiger, and mutilates one of the saviors. (laughs) Nope. That distraction leads to Simon and Negan just basically retreating and the kingdom people on horseback, some of them oh, charge in, firing yeah. at the saviors. And this is where that that kind of kingdom music comes in. And oh the man, that, that, that Renaissance kind of yeah, it's like, that got me. I got me hyped each time. Alexandria <laughs> shall not fall today. Well, that, that's what I wrote. It says, uh, it says that leads to the coolest shot of the episode, where King Ezekiel proclaims, "End these yep. saviors and their accomplices. Alexandria will not fall. Not on this day." <laughs> it's great. 
I well, know that he shot somebody, then he stabbed him with a sword. Oh. <laughs> I, 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 I will so say, yeah, I, I, I will say this. As much as I have issues with a lot of the episode, there's nothing more, there's nothing greater than the sense of euphoria you get from seeing something like that happen on this show. It's, like, yeah. it's so rewarding. Yeah, it's very I mean, much rewarding. this is the moment, like I said in the beginning of the episode, I was, like, when that tiger jumps in and then everybody's storming and scrambling, I'm like, uh, this is awesome. Like, to me, that was like, you know, I wouldn't say this is one of the greatest. You know, I'm not going to re-rank my top five after this episode. But, you know, if, if we did top five moments, this is probably, like, top one. You know, my, this is my top moment oh, for this pump. whole show. Yeah. It, it just, pump. yeah, yeah. It just it it just hit all the buttons. It was just like, this is so perfect. And, again, we get another Negan frantic reaction, like, I forget what he said. He said he's like, a goddamn tiger. That's what he yeah, says. Yeah. yeah, and then yeah. starts scrambling, and it was just like, it it was perfect. I and really... you give me, and then the imagery of you give me Carol with that gun, just going yes. through doing her oh, thing. Yes, you crazy. give me Ezekiel giving out platitudes with his sword, and <laughs> you give me Morgan doing his like spear, his spe- <laughs> but his movements are just so specific and then jam that thing in his face and then move and then pick up the gun and then shoot it and then stand back to back with Rick. I was just I was hyped. I was I was completely hyped. It was then like you the see mother shot at the end of Avengers, but like for yeah. the yeah, yeah. Then, then you see the priest. Now it is just something with the imagery of seeing a priest yeah. holding a, a machine gun a rifle, and, yeah. a rifle and shooting that at the cars and stuff. Like it was just so many little moments of the characters we like, of the characters that we know, yeah, that just uh, it worked. It was like it's it's the parts like in Star Wars when they win at the end, you know, like when when <laughs> yeah. the battle is going, our you know, going to the good guys at the yeah, end. Yeah, when you know when C three PO and the Ewoks come out, they all start fighting. It's like <laughs> yeah, right. then Han Solo punches a dude in the face, and we're back in the movie. And like, yeah. it's great. <laughs> so, I really thought Rick or uh, Carl was going to get it. Like I really I did too. And I think part of it was bringing external stuff into the into the show like i know there's been a lot of talk of um uh, of, going to school or whatnot yeah car going to school right. and yeah you know he's been absent for you know several episodes that right. you wouldn't expect him to be absent and i'm like well maybe this is it this is they're just gonna get rid of him here and it was it was so you know again and it would have been another rally I, I mean i knew obviously they were gonna have to get out of it but i thought maybe that would be the final you know, rally cry for Rick to to just pour it on, um, but but yeah, the the way it 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 just it was surprising. Uh, which again, I think you know one of the things we talk about the show is sometimes things are telegraphed. Um, mm-hmm. So for me, I, I just I, again I knew what was going to happen, but for it to happen at that exact moment, the way it did, I, it actually it actually got me by surprise, and I I I was I it, I, it was just a really great ending. Uh, you know, start of the ending to the episode. Yeah, I mean, a giant tiger jumped out of nowhere and started. Yeah, man, crazy. right. Well, that's, yeah. That's, awesome. that's, that's inherently awesome. The only that thing- said, the rest of the episode, I still that the the, the 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 shots and everything were still all edited all over the place. But still, it was it was fun. Like it has it had its thing. So so after the king made his little proclamation, at the same time we see the hilltoppers have come in as well, <laughs> led by Maggie, and she orders them to get in this phalanx and keep firing at the saviors. Again, I got so excited. Like He's, I. I'd love seeing her dude. She sent she yeah. sent Eduardo and Bertie to do something. Like she was just ordering them around. It was nice. She was... knew their names. <laughs> unlike somebody. She knew their names. 
<laughs> like somebody we're not going to talk about right now. Yeah. <laughs> so Rick, of course, and, and maybe this happened pretty quick. If you guys saw it, he just grabs an AK-47 that was laying on the ground and starts mowing down the retreating saviors as oh. well. They just threw that in like a little cherry on top. Like, here's some more of Rick mowing down people with an AK-47. If just... they could replace it with lasers, I'd be all in. Lightsabers. <laughs> Imagine it's like oh, lightsabers and, and lasers. Laser. I'd be all in. <laughs> Negan's pissed. He's retreating saying, a goddamn tiger, like we just said. Yeah. He Then he notices Maggie. And says the widow is alive. The widow's alive. <laughs> that was guns are blazing. He says, yeah. "Yeah, guns." But that made me. That made me legit laugh. That was the one where it's like that made me regularly yeah. laugh. With guns are blazing. Guns are blazing. <laughs> hey, he actually said that, right? Yeah. Yes. He trolled himself. Right, right. Yes. He trolled I wonder if he read the script and says, "Really, guys, I have to say this." Like, I wonder if, he, if or who knows. It's pretty funny though. He almost rooted against himself. <laughs> guns are blazing. Like, this is some hot stuff. <laughs> So the battle continues. Uh, Morgan's there too, and we you guys said that as well. He saves. He kind of saves Rick, or he's near Rick. Uh, kills the savior with his spear. Rick sees it, tosses a little nod. Morgan's way. You know they're kind of back to back, like you back said. To that back, was back, man. Brothers in arms again. Th- he's back. Morgan's yes. back. Jadis and the Joker. That little nod too between Rick, uh, Rick and Morgan. They like look at each other, kind of give each other's nod, like yeah. I miss that, man. I miss that friendship. Going back to the beginning now. Yes. Go back. So Jadis and the Junkyard people set off a flare and then set off some homemade smoke bombs signaling their people to escape, which they do. They kind of scale the walls and they they get out they, they get out of the dodge, so Michelle to speak. Michelle's gonna kick her ass next season. I swear. <laughs> Jadis, you think, oh, that'd be yes. pretty good. Michelle's gonna kick her ass. It's coming. So they kinda of re- they kinda of regroup the king and, and the and the hilltoppers and they all kinda of, and, and they see everyone's retreating and the king shouts, Now we finish this and he chases the saviors clear out of town. Now it got weird. And it and then it got it got messed up again. Like the, the they all start to shoot the trucks, like you were saying. The, you yeah, know, the, uh, the father chasing was talk- the smoke, and then all of a sudden, everybody disappears. Like, I, yeah, I, it's I didn't understand. Yeah. These are not ninjas. They're just yeah, they're not ninjas. Like, <laughs> you, 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 I don't care about that. That level of smoke does not keep you from seeing thirty people running away with guns and stuff. There's, like, you just. There's no. too many. There's too much gunfire going on for there not to be like more bodies lying around exactly. after all this. Exactly. Like there's a scene where Maggie uh, runs around a car mm-hmm. and yeah. then runs into Daryl and roof. Yeah, right. That wouldn't. It wasn't enough smoke for that to happen. Like she'd it see Daryl on the other end of the car, right? Exactly. Like, exactly. <laughs> that was kind of contrived. Yeah, a big, yeah. big battle scene where it's hard to define which which person's mm-hmm. on which side of the enemy, and like. Let's throw smoke in there so we can't really can't see who is who, you know. But here's the one right. question I have: How does Shiva know a savior from a from an Alexandrian from a hilltop? Oh, like, don't what? Don't yeah. Don't all right, because right, don't, don't pull the Correct. <laughs> calm, calm down over there. All right, all right, all right. It's, 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 um, we're trying yeah. to do a simple podcast. Can't just be throwing in random questions like, "How did the tiger know who's who?" <laughs> just wondering. I mean, I don't know, man. It just seemed to go after the saviors only. So I don't know. That was we're having a serious podcast here, Craig. Calm <laughs> exactly. down about the tiger. <laughs> Repeat to yourself: It's just a show. It's, exactly. I have to believe in zombies. Really like, I can relax. believe in a tiger attacking the right yeah, people. Right. Exactly. That's true. There was that little moment, by the way, with um, where like where Morgan, where, where Rick sees Morgan. Like and Morgan, like Rick, the guy's coming up behind Rick. Morgan stabs the guy in the face because right. that's what happens. And Rick looks at him, he's like, "Yep." And Morgan like grabs a handgun, and starts firing. It's like, "All right, yeah. this, this isn't yeah. Avengers." It's like that's cool. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was uh, yeah. I think it was, it was everybody got far, their moment, like man. 
but it needed to happen. Like it's like, all right, finally Morgan's out of this pacifist phase. Like he's back to killing. Like this is it needed to happen. It needed. And then to... they got tired, and then they were like, I don't know what to do after this. <laughs> so, so they're shooting at the trucks. They roll out of town, and Negan gives his one finger salute out the window. All right, he's just yeah, he the middle did. finger. Just and that was awesome. He's just driving out of town with his finger out the window. Like it's just basically him and Simon. I think I don't think any of the sabers really made yeah, it. Yeah, that's Darth Vader and their little Tie Fighter trying to get away. Yeah, I mean maybe maybe that. Eugene made it. I don't know. We didn't see where he ended up, but I mean I don't know. I didn't. I kept looking for Eugene, and I don't. I don't know what happened. To him. But he did I mean, end up at the at the sanctuary afterwards. Like so I guess yeah, I, yeah. yeah but I wonder he got he in that coffin so quick. What are you? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I could see that. I could see himself in that. This steel is the safest place to be. It'll reflect the bullets. I am Negan. Depends on who opens the coffin. That's what he shouts out. I, I'm Negan. So Rick and Carl discover Michonne wasn't the one to fall out the window. They see it was the other creepy girl. Um, but she is really messed up upstairs, bad in in the house. I mean, she's, yeah, that she, ain't, that ain't she looks like Rick did after he got done with the governor. I mean, she right. looks she's in she's in bad shape. Uh, but it's a nice little scene between the three of them. You know, she starts to mutter like we are, we are something, and and you know, Rick's like, I know, I know, baby, it's all right, we are, yeah. What I would have liked instead, instead of having to do uh, an hour long fight scene of somebody her fighting <laughs> at one person, it would have been cool <laughs> if they did not show her, and then someone tries to either kill Carl or Maggie or somebody, and then a gunshot comes through. Uh-huh. And that's her up there shooting yep. people. That's what I thought was going to happen. Like you weren't, right. you thought she died, right? You assumed she died, but you knew it wasn't. So her. she's bloody, but she still holds the gun. And then, but okay, right. All yeah. you hear is just a shot, and then person falls, <laughs> and another shot, person falls. Because they've been setting up her with this gun all season long. She's been getting you know, better with it, right? She's trying to get better, better and better with right. this gun. What better way to to pay off that part at least by having her picking off people as it goes like all through you know out through that moment and then you then you look back and you see a bloodied uh michonne i think that would have been better instead of them running around in circles with smoke i mean that was wasted you could have did other things besides that so after the commercial Back at the sanctuary, Negan, Simon, Eugene, and Dwight are chatting. They're kind of in their their industrial building there, the compound. They're on a ledge. Negan points the bat at Eugene, asking how Sasha died in the box. He's trying to piece this this afternoon together in his head a little bit. And Eugene says that she she ran out of air. Yeah, that's probably what happened. She ran out of air. He says like the top put. He's like judging by the use of the tarp over the coffin, he's probably just uh, died from asphyxiation. Like he's doing like, the equations in his head, like. And Negan walks over and just says, "Maybe." Like he he half believes right. believes Eugene. He like I gotta watch you next season. <laughs> <laughs> Negan then steps outside to talk to the saviors, which looks like a hundred of them on the ground, right? And screams, "We are going to war!" And they shout back, "Yes, sir!" In unison, like it's like is literally his army now. I know there's different compounds and whatever, but the numbers of these people seem to be growing and like not shrinking. Like I don't understand. That's just, the problem of the show. It's, they just lost right 20 there. people. So, right. Yeah. They lost another 30 at Rick's hands. Okay, it's like 50 people over this last, whatever, few weeks in time. 
Yeah, there's a hundred more at the sanctuary. How, when do they run out of people? I don't exactly. understand. The only the only thing that's consistent <laughs> to me is that Jesus can get around anywhere because he's constantly running all over the place. But like, yeah, I, don't, I don't know how everyone's getting everywhere, when they're getting there, where they are, where how many people there are. It's just it's so right. Out of, and these weren't like Aaron, the worker bees. These were like the the warriors, like the right, actual saviors. They were not the worker. I'm surprised yeah. they didn't have them yell, "I am Negan," though. At the end, <laughs> I did. I thought that they were going to do "I am Negan, I am Negan." That's their battle cry, huh? Yeah, do that little battle cry that instead. So back at Alexandria, we have a nice voiceover, and this is the one that you found really touching. Oh God, uh, with Rick and Maggie chatting, and you don't you don't see this chat happening; you just kind of hear it, and we see different things happening. So I'll try to describe it the best I can. He asks if Sasha did that to herself, like if she somehow offed herself to be to do what she did. Rick also said that Maggie made the right decision to come help. Maggie says, no, 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 no. That decision was made long ago, long before we even knew each other. And during the voiceover, Maggie and Jesus actually find zombie Sasha and put her down while Maggie kind of stands there and watches and cries a little bit. Maggie then in the voiceover continues to tell the story of how Rick was in trouble, how he was trapped, and how Glenn was the one that put himself in danger to help him. And how they went from Atlanta to her daddy's farm, to the prison, to here at this very moment now, but not as strangers, as family. And then we see also, as she's talking, Sasha's funeral happening mm -hmm. inside the walls. And Daryl, again, as, as this is all happening, um, as Maggie's t t giving the speech, Daryl finds one of the wooden carvings that Dwight makes on the ground near the fence. And Dwight wrote the word on the back of it, didn't know. The phrases they didn't know. So so Daryl kind of looks at that and stares at it very carefully. Right. But he got the message. Didn't know what though. That I guess didn't, that didn't know that, that, that they were gonna ambush them with the yeah. with the garbage, garbage, with the garbage, people. garbage people. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. didn't know. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't I'm still gonna garbage. do the plan. The plan is still gonna go. We're gonna find a way to take them down. Yep. So Maggie's voiceover continues. And he says that due to Glenn's, she says, due to Glenn's decision to save you, meaning to Rick, this thing grew. And we sacrificed for each other. Um, they flash back to that sunset again, too. And she says to fight for each other. Glenn made the decision. I was just following his lead. And we end with a shot of Maggie holding the, the Herschel's watch in her hand. And, and that's, that's how the And also we're getting, are we assuming that Ezekiel is like coming clean with the with his group like they know now what danger they're in I, I was assuming that's well, what they were doing he just had his usual bunch of soldiers though I don't know if he told the whole town yet it looked like regular people too though did no, it he had, he had he had a larger group than normal as okay far as yeah. the, the exchanges go um, but yeah, it's hard to tell. It might have been bad. To, I mean, I'm, it might have been not been clear in the direction of this episode but right. I'm assuming that that this is Ezekiel uh, coming clean and saying this is where we're at. Well, we know Carol was sent there to kind of get the town ready, so maybe mm -hmm. she did get a few of them ready to to go out and add to the numbers. I well, I mean, we we them. we needed to have six Sasha flashbacks, so we didn't have time to you know see Ezekiel <laughs> rally the troops. <laughs> the thing about this this part I really liked though was hearing her voiceover oh. and like they were kind of subverted that trope of you know the big rallying speech at the end. I mean, they show Rick and and uh, and Maggie like you and, know and inspiring king, right? everyone and the king like right. inspiring everyone and, like giving this grand speech or whatever, but like you don't hear any of it. All you hear is her voiceover. I thought yeah. that was a nice subversion of that kind of you know post battle trope as it because were. Because it's more of a voiceover for us. 
Yeah. You know, like us, the fans. Well, it brought it, you back to the show. first episode. It brought you back. Yeah, it's, it's been yeah, a journey. No. It's, been, it's been a seven-year journey. All of us have been on. And I, and I know what you, you, you were saying at the beginning, Daryl, how it kind of touched an emotional chord with you. And I, I agree with that. It really did. It brought me back to, wow, this show has gone from all the way there to all the way here. Seven years of my life has gone by. It's yeah. like, you know, it kind of brings you back a little yeah. bit. And It's it was, like it catching up with an old friend. Yeah. And and you just remember the good, like you know the the times you had like the you know hanging out getting even when we got in trouble we got caught being in places we shouldn't have been and mm-hmm. like all that stuff like you just remembering all the connections that you had mm-hmm. like it just it just was that it just brought that moment it, it just brought me to that moment with this show yeah and that brings an end to season seven. So, before we get to our Buster ratings, maybe a quick word from our sponsor. Russ, you haven't done it in a while. Could you please jump in and tell us about our wonderful sponsor? You got this, Russ. Oh, man. <laughs> On the fly. <laughs> On the fly. That's how we do it, man. Russ is a, Russ is a podcasting professional. I'm he's got, he's totally got this. You I have 155% faith in him. <laughs> our sponsor for this week's episode of the Walking Dead TV podcast is Discount Comic Book Service. Go to dcbservice.com or their sister site, instocktrades.com. Since we are at the end of Season 7 for The Walking Dead, now is the perfect time uh, for you to catch up on and get caught up on the comics. And you can go back to our previous episodes uh, for All Out War, Parts 1 and 2. Uh, where you could read up and, uh, and, and get up to date on the comic. Uh, Instock Trades has them super cheap um, for, for all the volumes of the trade paperbacks. And if you, if you like to read it in larger chunks, they, they have the hardcovers, the omnibuses, the compendiums. However you like to read The Walking Dead, you could find it over there. Um, and as we record this episode in early April... Uh, the new solicitations on DCBService.com aren't up yet, um, but by the time uh, you listen to this, they should be posted uh, for, for the new April uh, solicitation. So definitely check that out where you can save tons of money on your new comics, uh, 35 45 50% off uh, of new comics monthly. Uh, and typically the Marvel and DC trades and hardcovers are always 50% off if you pre-order them through DCB service. Um, the service is outstanding. The shipping is fabulous. Uh, if you curse every time you order a really cool hardcover or trade paperback from Amazon and it comes uh, mangled or dinged up in the corners because you're like a book freak uh, and a shelf freak like I am. Like and, Russ is. Yeah, the spine has to be pristine. No yeah. nicks in the corners. Uh, then none of that in the kingdom. No, none of that. Uh, so you definitely need to order from either in stock trades or DCB service. Cause I mean, they vacuum form your stuff in the box. So everything comes absolutely pristine. Um, it, it, and really the discounts are better at in stock trades and you can find even on Amazon. And if you order $50 worth, you'll get free shipping. Um, so once again, we think not just comics. I mean, they have action yeah. figures, they have t-shirts, they have toys, they have statues, they you know all kinds of great stuff. All your pop culture needs. Uh, you know we have the uh, the spring holidays coming up. You know you got your your Easter, your Passover, and all that good stuff. You want to get some gifts for the geeky people in your life. It's a great place to go to do that as well. And I, I want to shout out one. Uh, I got to shout it out for my buddy of mine. Uh, if you're a Star Trek fan, 
go and you can order uh, Star Trek: uh, The Next Generation Mirror Broken. It's up to issue two on the solic- on the uh, solicits, but you can always just email them and say that you want issue one. And if it's in stock, they'll send it to you. Like it's not, you know, just because they they change over doesn't mean you can't get issues. They you they work with you so well that if they have it in stock, you just email them that you want it, and they'll ship it along with with uh, everything else that you're ordering. So definitely check it out. It's, it's by Scott Tipton, David Tipton, and the art is uh, done by J.K. Woodward, who is working his behind off on this uh, on this book. That's a great series. I love it. I mean, he's still a live art event the other night of him drawing uh, one of the pages from that uh, later issue. Yeah, I think. that was cool. I saw yeah. it too. Yeah. All right. So, Russ, thanks for taking us through the virtues of our sponsor, DCBService.com. They make it possible for us to bring you the Walking Dead TV podcast every single week that the show is on. And now it's time for our Buster ratings. Then we'll get to your Buster ratings. So, starting with Aaron. Uh. Hmm. I would go three and a half busters. I, I think this episode is sufficient. I think it has a lot of really good moments. There's, you know, having someone like Ezekiel come in and yell his battle cry or what have you. That's like a five buster moment right there. But as a whole, I, I found the episode to be lacking as far as the season finale goes. It's a little better than last year where it's like, hey, we're not going to show you this. So gotcha. But still, uh, yeah, especially if, you know, kind of the, the wobbly editing and what have you and the multiple flashbacks didn't really help just kind of slowed things down for an episode that I thought was really going to move and have more excitement going on in an episode that requires that. I'm happy for character-driven episodes, but Sasha's not one where I needed to vote half of a season finale to. So, yeah, three and a half busters. Hmm. Richard? Yeah, that that was um, generous there, Aaron, because I just think that it is a sufficient episode, that it passes what would be a decent episode of television middle of the season somewhere not a season finale and that edit job i do agree is um, the more we talked about it the more it's like man they really they really missed something there (laughs) i don't know i i love those intense moments like ezekiel and and whatnot but all in all it just fell flat because i mean i like i like uh Sasha to a point, but she to me was never an A-list character. And, you know, for us to devote two and a half, three episodes, and then most of the finale to her and her being sent off the show, I just felt was, uh, it just didn't do it for me. So I'm right down the middle with three busters. Wow. Wow. Daryl. I will have to give this uh, uh, four out of out of five. I had me in tears at the end. I I know all the issues everyone is saying is real, is true. I agree, but this episode just it it pushed all the buttons that made me just smile and and cheer and all that stuff and and feel ready to watch the next season. I, it just it just had too many moments with Morgan and, and Carol and 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 just everything Ezekiel and like it just was just too Maggie man just Maggie I it's just too many moments that it just meant something to me like it just made me remember and it just it also made me think about how great friendships are and how when you do connect like that 
with your people and and they are they do become family i just loved it like it, it just hit those chords with me she sold it she sold it i love you i love you maggie i love you <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> russ I, i'm with daryl uh i give this one a four as well i think uh the bad didn't outweigh the good to me uh you know i think if it wasn't really for the sasha back and forth flashback uh, pacing stuff, I, I think this would have been, you know, easily a four and a half, uh, if not a four, maybe 4.75. But uh, I mean, some of the editing stuff, I didn't, I, I guess I was so caught up in the moment and just seeing the battle take place. I didn't uh, really notice it so much. I think that's one of those things, like if I go back and watch it again, I think I'd be a little more critical of it. Um, but yeah, the ending, I'm, you know, like Daryl said, you know, when Maggie kind of gives her speech, it just kind of had me you know, just just uh, just feeling a little little soft. You know, just you know what she was saying, and and again to kind of refocus on Glenn and and where she's at in her life and her journey on this show. I just thought it, I thought it was a great way to end end the season. I I appreciated the ending to this season way more than uh, seasons in the past. I didn't feel like there was a real cliffhanger. I didn't feel like there's anything that's you know th- that upset me like it like when we got to the end of season six. So. Uh, yeah, I think that there's just a lot, a lot more that I focused on on the good than I did on the bad. Okay, Jim, you take the good, you take the bad, you take it all, and then you have The Walking Dead. The Walking, the Walking Dead. Dead. Oh, <laughs> um, I, it, as we've been saying, it was a real mixed bag this episode. There were a lot of oh yeah moments. There were a lot of great moments. There were a lot of scratch my head moments, and then there were a lot of moments that were just kind of confusing and, and kind of missed opportunities. Uh, you know, I think we pretty much covered it all, uh, you know, in our things, but I definitely, this is a four buster, uh, out of five for me. I'm going to give this episode a pass. Uh, I'm going to th- overlook some of the things because some of the things they did right outweighed a lot of the things they did wrong. I'm going to give it a 4.25, which I think is being a little generous, admittedly, but seeing some of the action at the end was yeah. definitely overdue. <laughs> That's and not it, giving it a pass. That's just straight up liking the episode, which is fair. You can do that. Just like, uh, no, 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 because it, I'm, getting, you know, I'm overlooking some of the little areas, because you're right, after discussing it with you guys, it had a little bit more problems than I guess I initially thought, but I'm going to stick with my initial gut feeling. I liked it. Again, it was solid. Seeing the action scene was well overdue. Uh, the the bullets flying, the rifles, <laughs> all the action in Alexandria. Seeing Negan as well balanced as he was too also was rewarding. The Sasha stuff, yes, was overdone, but I kind of like seeing Abraham again. So that that's kind of a conceit. I, I loved having him back with us again, even though it was maybe a little overdone. Um, I kind of liked seeing him back again. I like seeing Morgan return to his. His ways again, that little you know nod with Rick and and Rick made a great speech at the end. That the way he stood up to Negan was just perfect, Rick. As far as I'm concerned, like he's just actually, you can do what you want, but I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna kill you, kind of like he said to Gareth back at the uh, at Terminus. You know, just making some promises that we know eventually he'll probably keep. So I, I did enjoy this episode. It put a smile on my face. I mean, the emotional part at the end with Maggie, it got me more on the second watch, I want to say. Like, at first, it was like, all right, okay, I see what they're doing. I kind of didn't – it didn't really tug at my heartstrings. Maybe I was a little tired watching it. But then I watched it again today, and it did It did hit me a little bit more. It did make me think back a little bit. So um, 4.25, was it the best season finale? No. Was this the best season? Probably not. We're all going to probably agree on that one. But it's nice to see we're set up for something good for season eight, and and there is no 
gimmicky cliffhanger or you know who's dead is someone hiding under a dumpster is michonne dead we don't know we didn't see if the girl killed her or not like all the threads have been wrapped up and we're ready for war now and i'm kind of we're in a good place as far as the show is concerned we don't know what happened to enid we didn't see her at the end she was at the hilltop she, was she probably she was watching judith oh, okay. right she's she watching judith oh, yeah. 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 i was, was trying for some kind of cliffhanger <laughs> i don't know <laughs> <laughs> well gregory's still out there i mean if anyone's still out oh there, yeah, right? yeah, so, yeah i don't know where that's it. So, but who cares what we think? We have an amazing Facebook group, 825 members strong now, that you can leave your very own Buster ratings for The Walking Dead or Toby ratings for Fear of the Walking Dead coming up very soon. Uh, please go ahead and feel free to do that. Go to Facebook.com. Do a search for The Walking Dead TV podcast. Hit Join Group. We get you in very quickly, and you get to hear your very own Buster ratings read by the soothing baritone sounds of Mr. Jim Dietz every week. So, Jim, for the last time for Season 7, would you take us through our listeners' Buster ratings, please? Sure, everybody settle back. We had a lot of comments this week, of course, because it was the finale. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jeff Rose I, starts... I got to the... get out of here. I'm sorry, guys. I oh, just want to okay, say... Okay, Aaron. Hey, to take say care. Good, good <laughs> night, Aaron. Hey, listen, we'll see you on uh, Fear, my man. Yep. Good season. All right, <laughs> yeah, I, start ta- I start talking and everybody leaves. See what happens? <laughs> I listen later. I do like hearing it. I like hearing what the listeners had to say. I really do. I decided I got to go. It's been two, over two hours. Guys. I, I know. It's a long one. <laughs> so, Take care, man. People stay. Um, if, if you join the, <laughs> not only do you get to chime in on the Buster group, uh, for the Busters on each episode, but uh, you also get direct links to all of uh, Aaron's uh, reviews of The Walking Dead that come out every week. Uh, on the youngfolks.com. So it's a great, great Facebook group. Go ahead and join it. Jeff Rhodes, 4.5 uh, surprise tigers out of five. This is like a second rate cross between a lost flash sideways and Tyrese's death episode. Are they, are there supposed to be commas there? Like after lost? I guess the flashbacks. Yeah. You know? Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, because they had a lot of that too. I uh, really wanted Rick to waste Eugene when the bomb didn't go off. Uh, didn't see that coming. Take the blue pill. Take it, take it. Yes. Excellent, Tiger. Excellent. And now I'm rage quitting into the Badlands. Uh, <laughs> Brian Arnold, five busters out of five. Tonight's episode was Walking Dead at its best. Brent Jones, five. Alexandria has a back door out of five. Uh, the first episode of the season, I can't wait to watch again. Nice to get that feeling again. Enjoyed Negan's one-liners and Maggie's dialogue at the end. Did you guys know Rick uh, got shot? Because he sure didn't. <laughs> uh, Katie Levesque, uh, 4.50 out of 5 wacky trash people. Jadis is a Judas who wants to lay with Rick. Uh, Michonne's face. <laughs> and look at that tiger ball. Like, yes. Uh, so happy to see Carol in the kingdom and Maggie and the Hilltop Crusaders coming to save the day. Brutal fight with Michonne and the blonde psycho. We win, trash lady. Uh, glad to see our group stand up to Negan. Looking forward to the war and more action next season. Love the podcast, guys. Keep up the good work. Why, thank you. Thank you, Katie. Uh, Susan Monk, four classic iPods out of five. We knew Sasha would go when she volunteered as tribute over Rosita and was cast on Star Trek. Uh, the zombie Sasha drawing first blood was awesome, but it's too bad they delayed the start of the war to end the season. Uh, love the Abraham flashbacks. I have missed his goofy lines. Uh, the best part of the battle was Shiva, stage left. <laughs> She'll finally eat a proper meal tonight. Hashtag Jerry lives. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Christine Bowman, 4.9 goddamn Tigers out out of five. It had everything I wanted for the season finale. Morgan and Carol joining the fight. Awesome 80s synth soundtrack. Uh, Shiva, Abraham, Sasha's death was not in vain. One-liners from Negan that worked. Uh, bizarre declarations from Ezekiel that worked. It only lost 0.1 points because Rick got shot in the hip and he's running and crouching with minimal limping. Really? I spent the entire episode shouting at the TV in both anger and triumph. Good job, Walking Dead. Uh, Janet Broom, 4.75 faces bitten off by Walker, Sasha, and Shiva out of five. Again, to see Shiva attack the saviors was awesome. Turning into a walker was actually a pretty decent plan since Sasha had no weapon and had the element of surprise. The garbage mound lady really is a crap negotiator. I really like the callback to Glenn saving Rick in the tank. Uh, glad to see a lot of action in this one and really excited for the war next season. Hey, you in the tank. Uh, Carl Hooker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. right? that's a good callback. Hey, dumbass, right? That was what it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you the, <laughs> dumbass, you in the tank. Uh, Carl Hooker, five. Carl is a badass out of five. Uh, did you see how quickly Carl took out the scavengers? Honestly, yeah. I, thought it, I thought it would be a Michonne one-eyed sniper shot that would nick Negan or something at the last see, second. But the only one? Yeah, <laughs> no doubt. Didn't see the tiger coming. Literally made me, made me yell, yes, Shiva, at the TV. <laughs> uh, only thing that could have possibly made this episode better would have been to see Jerry wield that axe, all out war coming, judging by crowd sizes, I'd say Negan is a larger inauguration, or, I mean, army. <laughs> but, you know, speaking, he did have this huge battle axe. Jerry was, was like, on his back. Yeah. He didn't, because he was carrying the flag, but he had this huge, like, axe. And I don't know if you guys saw at the end where one of the, um, Alexandria was running through the smoke carrying it. Okay, well, yeah, okay, you're right. We, we didn't see actually like slice anybody up with it. But at the end, when the battle was over, someone tossed him an apple and he ate it. And if you guys saw that, it was a little like, oh, little, I missed that. It's, yeah. it's so funny. Like, he's like, okay, the battle's over. I'm going to eat now. <laughs> he took a little apple. It's great. Uh, Susan Monk chimed in on that saying, Carl also has the best hair of the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> uh, Mike Jones, four sleeping pills out of five. Love that Negan kept character even while in a gunfight for his life and his middle finger on the way out. Uh, the junkyard people turning was an odd but pre predictable turn. Uh, poor execution on the Michonne death fake out, as I'm sure nobody bought her as an off-camera death. No. Uh, Negan would have been smart. Oh, I'm sorry. Negan would not have been smart enough to think Sasha died from anything but lack of oxygen. Solid season under, and thank you for no cliffhangers. Uh, Jeremy Brackens, five tiger bites to the face out of five. This is my favorite season of Walking Dead. Uh, Adam Fatah, uh, I will give it 4.5 out of 5 T-Dogs. T-Dog! <laughs> Remember when he drove that bus for those kids? Oh, he man. Was, he was I a was hero. So, and then so he cooked great. that barbecue. It was the oh, best yeah. barbecue so, we ever yep. had. Yeah, they, they got drunk at the CDC. They were talking uh, stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're going to do, do that about Sasha now that she's there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're going to make up stuff. What, four, four out of five Sashas? I don't know, man. It's kind of top T-Dog. No, no, no. I mean, they're going to start telling stories about Sasha. You know? yeah. Remember that uh, time she made lemonade for those homeless kids? Yeah. <laughs> Remember that time Sasha wasn't mad and yeah, everybody? Yeah. She got sick. She got really sick in the prison. She almost died. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I really, uh, Adam goes on. I really did enjoy the season finale. I honestly wish Eugene got blown to bits and junkyard people need to be dealt with in season eight premiere. <laughs> Terrecoir, uh, four or five out of five Negan middle finger salutes. Let the war begin. 
Uh, Johnny Stower, four out of, I called it, Garbage People Would Rat on Rick out of five. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty good episode. I have to watch it again as my best friend, a three-year-old, was yapping in my ear. But seriously, no one sees Shiva sneak up to attack anyone and no one shoots her? Uh, well, overall, I think this was a good year. Next year has to be better in Bonkers, or I think it will be Gimple's last year. Mm -hmm. uh, thanks for the podcast, and talk to you guys in a few months for the epic Fear of the Walking Dead episodes. <laughs> they are epic. <laughs> I'm going to go to church before the episodes, because Christ needs to help us with that show. <laughs> Thank, you, Thank you, Johnny, very much. Your praise and your prayers. Reaction of the, of the week. Yeah, <laughs> Uh, Mary Turkpecchia, four smiley face pancakes out of five. Uh, not sure how I should feel about this episode, to be honest. The high buster reflects one part of the show. That part is, of course, anything to do with the kingdom. I'm content to watch them, the king, Carol, and Morgan, for any amount of time. As for Sasha, well, who didn't see that coming? Although I liked the character, I felt more emotion for a relationship with Bob than with Abraham. Mm. Uh, happy they gave her a good heroic send-off. Lastly, the battle, I cheered for Shiva, of course, but the rest of the time, I was amazed at how few bodies there were dead or dying. All in all, the season needed work, but I'm not done with it yet. Uh, Tom Buono, uh, 3.5 fake deaths out of 5. I thought I asked you not to fake any more deaths, Mr. Gimple. <laughs> See, I call Glenanigans there. Yeah, that is Glenanigans right there with Michonne, right? Yeah. Uh, ugh, that was kind of meh for me. Only one death for our group, and it was one that we figured out long before. Uh, we ended up with two injuries that don't even look that bad. Not enough done to make me wanting more next season. I'm disappointed. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Ian Roswell, 4.25. And for my next trick, I'll saw this coffin in half out of five. <laughs> <laughs> Went down exactly as I thought it would, just minus the whole coffin thing. Only thing I did uh, miss was a uh, Jerry moment. How great would it have been to see him shoot someone and then shout, How do you like that cobbler? <laughs> <laughs> I would, have, I would have enjoyed that. I would have paid double for that. <laughs> um, Lisa Stowe Lockridge. Uh, all in all, for me, this is one of the better finales they've done. I give it a 4.5 out of 5 allergy pills. The only comparison I can think of is the mid-season finale for season 4 when they evacuated the prison. Uh, they tied up a lot of things, but we know there's so much more to come. I saw the betrayal by the scavengers coming. Rick tw trusted them way too soon and it bit him in the ass. Uh, Janus asking Michonne if she uh, minded Janus laying with Rick after the battle was creepy as hell, but the ick factor was worth uh, getting to see the look on Rick's face when she asked. Uh, I love the over-the-top Shakespearean way that Ezekiel continues to play King Ezekiel. Alexandria shall not fall, not on this day! <laughs> and, uh, and Negan's, where did they get a tiger surprise? <laughs> uh, Mike, Mike Glicksman, uh, three blue ball Carl, Carl death scenes. Uh, one major character death uh, that you can see coming from a mile away. Another stupid fake out of Rick losing a hand. Uh, not to mention Carl or Michonne. And yet another moving and inspirational speech from Maggie. The more I think about the episode, the more it annoys me. Hmm. Uh, Matthew Brown, 4.5 Romulan double crosses out of 5. See? <laughs> they are Romulans, uh, huh? I told you, don't trust the Romulans, man. This is the Romulans of the of the Walking Dead world? These junkyard no, people? They are, man. They That's are. It. Uh, good episode with plenty of action. However, the first half or so was a bit slow. It had too many flashbacks with Abraham. I also expected another major character death since there was no secret that the actress that plays Sasha was heading off to the Trek universe and would most certainly be killed off. Uh, Opinder Sangha, uh, four, you know shit about shit out of five. 
Uh, why wasn't this episode 14? Really enjoyed the episode, but felt it would have fitted right in, fit right in after 13. Uh, first 25 minutes was slow, and then the last 20 to 35 minutes just ramped up, and we got some much-needed action. AMC, why, oh why, oh why? Uh, adverts pay the way. I understand, but you could have made episode 15 and 16 about the saviors and the groups ramping up for war, or a revenge mission toward the heapsters. <laughs> uh, fingers crossed, season 8, episode 1 starts well. Uh, Thomas Everett, 4.5 jack-in-the-box zombie surprises. <laughs> Uh, excellent first battle of the war to come. I had a feeling that Sasha would take the poison in an attempt to damage his saviors. Love the execution. Uh, Michelle of Ed Peoples, five King Ezekiel channels, King Henry V's St. Crispin's Day speech out of five. <laughs> we few, we happy few. <laughs> um, I enjoyed the hell out of this episode. Uh, Janice's creepy proposition to Rick loved his face. I'm guessing Eugene has gone over to the dark side for now. Maggie was confident. And commanding. I'm a bit more optimistic about season eight. I want to take a moment to thank you guys for the excellent podcast. Wow, I can't imagine you. the hard work that goes into it week after week after week. You put out an excellent, fun show, and I just want to thank you for that. So thank you for all that you do. Well, thank you, Michelle. Thanks, Michelle. We appreciate thank that. You. Yeah. Uh, Richard Cher Chopper Cherry Charrington, 4.75 worst garbage day ever out of five. Really <laughs> great episode with a great twist. Didn't see the garbage people stabbing Rick in the back. The last 20 minutes were intense and had me on the edge of my seat. Uh, Sasha has now been beamed off to ventures new as expected, and the CGI <laughs> tiger looked brilliant. Uh, although I'll stick with you guys through the summer for fear, I just want to echo other comments thanking you for all the hard work that goes into the podcast. Well, thanks, Th Richard. Thanks, Richard. We appreciate that. And we will <laughs> we will stick it out, too, throughout fear. Most of us will, anyway. Yes, well. we will. <laughs> okay. I'm okay. All right. Rob Cook, 4.5 awkward Romulan wife swap propositions out of five. <laughs> uh, not sure that Sasha's hallucinogenic coffin scenes really worked. I felt like they were filling in time for a longer episode. Yeah. Although it was good to see Abraham again, though, and the ultimate payoff just about worked. The final battle was a fan pleaser, especially with the strategic tiger kills, but I could have watched a whole episode of that rather than the, the build-up. Hmm. Uh, all in all, a strong second half of the season. I can't wait for season eight. I guess now we are going to war. <laughs> Andrew Park, uh, I'm surprised the tiger wasn't shot with all that random gunfire. Disappointed Carol wasn't owning the battlefield. And despite what Mr. Taylor said, she survived to fight another day. <laughs> yeah, Daryl. I was saying it too. I mean, I, I, I thought she was a goner. Yeah, I, I don't want her to die, but I just felt like she was going down that way for a while. Hashtag Carol Doubters. <laughs> hey, hey, let me be wrong. I, I'd rather be wrong every time if Carol's not going to die. Yep. I'd rather be wrong. I don't want to lose her. The double cross of Judas, I mean Jadis, was spoiled for me by Twitter trolls, but obviously Telegraph nonetheless, and where the blazes was Gregory. <laughs> this season was patchier than the Scarecrow's underpants, but it made very enjoyable with your podcast. Thank you for the hard work, chaps. See you all soon for fear. Oh, and for surely there's a chiropractor Negan can see with all that learning, leaning all over the shop he does. <laughs> he does that back lean. He's got that little, little lean he does. Right. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Oh, Belinda Ake explains that Gregory left Hilltop to go to Negan's place. I give this three treacherous backstabbing garbage dump whores out of five. <laughs> nice. Love, love seeing Abraham, but it went on too long. I was this close to stepping out of the fandom this year. I certainly hope they can bring me back around. 
I'm so tired of the six month hiatuses that that is affecting me. Uh, they have to work, they have their work cut out for them, and that includes their need to abandon their settlement and hide before the, the back crazy dumb nut comes out for revenge. <laughs> uh, Alan Rutledge, uh, three sandblasted balls out of five for a predictable storyline and stormtrooper level shooting skill. <laughs> Uh, Scott Hoffman, uh, Scott Homan, uh, four Shivas out of five gain points for the surprise tiger attack. I love that scene. Loses points for all the Sasha Abraham stuff. It seems she is mourning her relationship with Abraham more than Maggie is mourning Glenn. And from what I can tell, Abraham and Sasha were together for all of a couple of days. <laughs> and if you would like, I know it's the end of the season, but we will be taking up Fear of the Walking Dead after before long. And if you'd like to comment on that, the bow means join the Facebook group. Uh, if you want to know when we're going to be doing our special uh, hiatus episodes uh, based on the comics and our speculation episodes and all that good stuff, stick with the Facebook group because we'll be updating it there so you will know. Exactly. Well, Jim, thank you as always for the final time for Season 7 for reading our uh, our listeners' Buster ratings. I, show. Need, I need a juice box now. <laughs> it, it was it was quite a few, but uh, the show would not be the same without it. I think, and uh, oh, no. we really appreciate you doing that. And and of course, the fans for writing in their their thoughts. It makes the show interesting and interactive. And I think that's one of, that's what it's all about. So, all right, guys, any final thoughts? Uh, we can take a few minutes if you want. <clears throat> I think overall, it was a uh, the season was an uptick for me. Um, yeah, you know, especially the second half. I think the second half of the season has been the strongest the show's been in quite a while. Uh, and I think that's that's good because I think there's been some concern about a little bit of a rating slip and, um, you know, if the show's peaked or not. But I, I think the way they're setting things up, I think maybe they learned their lesson a little bit too with the governor from a couple seasons ago where he just kind of came and went a little too quick. Right. And I think somebody of Jeffrey D. Morgan's caliber is worth keeping around. And I think if as long as they use him <sighs> – Kind of like they did this this season where he's not just so present every single episode, you know, as much. Because while I love his delivery and I love the way he uh, portrays that character, it, a full episode of that can just be a bit much. Like it's mm -hmm. just – it's too much of that way he delivers and his speech pattern and, you know, just everything else. You know, 40 minutes of that is just too much. Uh, so – uh, I, th I think he can he can be a presence even when he's not on screen. You know, we've seen the radio chatter and stuff in a, in that one episode uh, that was good. But I really hope that they, you know, that we just kind of get um, at least the first half of the season. You know, w with the war, I'm glad. <clears throat> you know, Richard mentioned earlier about you know thinking that it was you know that this episode should have been just f fighting, 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 and you know the war, but. I would have been really disappointed if they would have started and ended the war in one episode, oh, uh, yeah. even even an extended episode. And I want to see this play out um, through it. Like I said, at least half the season. If and if they could do it right, they could they could stretch it into the season. But with all the different factions that they have at play, I mean, we have the seaside people that you know obviously they're going to come back to them uh, at some point and and do something there. So th there's a lot of of plates that they're they're spinning at, at this point that can that can make this show really really interesting and and you know keep up the action keep keep what's going on um so yeah i'm really looking forward to to season eight <coughs> yeah i mean i think in the um in the comic world we know that negan doesn't exactly well die immediately right, right? and right. 
I, I know the show is going to want to stretch him out anyway. So yeah, I, I, don't I mean, think he's going to die early either. Yeah, as much as we may want him to go, I think he's going to be around for quite a while. And Me too. I don't have a problem with that either. It may be in a different form. Maybe he's in you know a different different position in the community. Maybe he's you know, who knows what's going to happen. Maybe Rick and Michonne do remake the world in their image. But I mean, it, it's um, uh, you're you're right. You said some really interesting things. You don't want to go to the well too often with him. He, he's he can come off very comic book y, and I think that even Aaron said it this episode. It's like he's coming off as that mustache twirling kind of villain sometimes. And I think they got the balance right though. It took them seventeen episodes, but they got that. That balance, right, where he's kind of a human in private, but then he's crazy, maniacal speech giving in public. He's not doing the speeches to everybody. So they got the balance, right? I think Jeffrey D. Morgan's got it right now. The writers have kind of figured it out. Um, I just want to see our group winning again. I, I think we, we've yeah. taken our licks enough already. I mean, a whole season pretty much. They've just been beaten down. I think the show really excels where our group survives in this world and, and, and conquers the threats around them. Um What's wrong with that? Like, why, why is that so bad anymore? Why, why can't Rick's group just keep winning a little bit? Why do they have to keep getting beaten down and losing people? And That's what yeah. I really liked about this episode. It was a yeah. big one in the yeah. W column for him, you know. It's, they just needed it. They, they, they've lost so much already. It's like, come on. I mean, you can you can have a few episodes where you are. Right, you lose a little bit, lose some territory, lose some belongings, lose some people, fine. But then come back. It's like... All right, we've been beaten, we've been beaten, and the ratings are definitely reflecting that. When when, when this group is losing, the ratings go down. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to correlate that. If they're smart, they will. They'll tell Gimple, "Hey, all right, enough with the experimental stuff. Our group being losers. Let's let's have them win this war already and and get back to business here because I think it needs to happen." Right. Um, and I, I wonder yeah. if the girl. I mean, I do think that the women that they left behind, who you know, when they took their guns. I guess now, because I, I thought that they would join, you know, right away. I thought yeah, some of them would just leave. But now with with what happened in this episode, I could see why they didn't do that yet. Because I could see them joining them next season. Like, that'd be a thing. Daryl, did, did you see that Piper was a part of the Oceanside people, too? Oh! No. That's no. show number three. <laughs> Oh, man. Daryl and I joke. So there, there's a character that was part of Oceanside. Um, she's Agent Piper on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh-huh. And she's also oh. a DTO agent. Oh, that's oh, right. She is. I did notice yeah. that. Yeah. Right. So, oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. She's her dude. Yeah, that's her dude. She will be fighting. You know what? Now that you say that, she will be fighting with Rick and the group. Yep. I bet you. She's the one called Beatrice, right? Is that the one who are you talking about or no? The one that she held the remember that she's uh, don't stab anybody. Remember when they said she was saying to them, "Only the walkers we stab." That was remember? B. That was that was Beatrice. Yeah, yeah that's her. That's okay. her. Yeah, so she's like actively on three shows. Three shows, man. Time. And two of them. And they she all pretty much plays the same thing. And she plays she's the same still character. Playing the show. same yeah. person. I yeah. think she's still playing the same person. In this yeah. Too. Daryl and I have a have a joke that like she's almost like. Uh, from from uh, Marvel DC, like the all act, she's the access character. She yeah. goes to sleep in in one universe and wakes up in the other. Nice. I think uh, we just added one. She's in this universe too. <laughs> yeah. But I I do think now, and I want that to happen. Like I do, I do want that to. I do want that group to join. Like I do want to see what how that would work in that dynamic, and I do want to see some more. 
um, some more new characters on here too. Like I do, I, like and I, and I know it's an ensemble, so it's hard to give everybody depth. But I, I do hope they look at what happened with Sasha, and kind of they kind of figure out a better way to um, give characters some some depth earlier on as opposed to when they die you know a week or you know like the episode before they die don't because it always comes off fake when they do that like do something with them first if you if you're planning on killing these characters do something with them right first give them some time of personality and then when you do kill them off down the down the road it just doesn't feel so you know so fake. What one of our listeners, I think it was last week, even wrote, um, if this show is gonna be about groups fighting other groups, that's fine, but that's not what the show originally was. Like it was about this group surviving in this post apocalyptic world where zombies were the real threat. Yeah. I wonder if they can go back to that a little bit. Like I'm hoping that because they've almost neutralized the threat of these zombies. They're, they're nothing to the to yeah, the, they're the nothing this. anymore. I understand the group people that have survived up to this point have to be ultimate warriors in, in this world like they are the ones they, they are the survival of the fittest right they are the ones that can but but i don't even feel scared when they come up anymore like, it used to be like oh my god two of them are chasing rick and rick's beating him down with a rock like that was like intense now it's like all right psh, rick's got these two it ain't no thing it's like it, it, it's i hope they can just go back to a little bit of the instead of this group versus group drama to make it more the world they're in is still very dangerous i don't and, know because the book is like this now i mean yeah. So I don't think that I think. So they already passed this already. It's all about group yeah, versus yeah. group, and that's it's, it. It's yeah, the, about the group now than it is about the zombies. The, the yeah, the the walkers need to be as dangerous as they need to be for story purposes. Like it, it you know, sometimes you could go across. You know, a character will come across one mm-hmm. and struggle with killing it, and then other times it's effortless. And it and mm-hmm. it seems to be and. This is the comic and the show. It's it seems to be no rhyme or reason right. why sometimes they just mow through a dozen and one is a lot. You know, one or two of them can sneak up and overrun. You know, a couple. You know, the one or two of them or or the whole group. It it it's it's totally plot driven. It's well, if they need this person to die from you know being eaten by a walker, then they'll just make it so it happens. Or if if you know they need to stumble or trip or whatever. Right. Um, so they're they're just like a a, a plot device at this point. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I I have no problem where the show is. I just it just feels like they've forgotten where they came from a little bit. And I don't think it's look. It's okay not to look backwards, but I don't know. I just want to see some good old fashioned Walking Dead action once in a while. And the experimental stuff is fun, but make it a good mix of both. You know, make it make it a healthy mix. Yeah, depending where they go, I don't, I won't spoil this at all because this is further past where we're at with the show but depending on how close they follow the comics probably in not in season eight but maybe in season nine or even season 10 if if it goes that far there's some really interesting things they can do with the walkers as relates to how they interact with the humans Mm -hmm. uh that that could be really interesting so uh so i i think you know right now they're just in a phase where it's just more important for them to just kind of focus on these communities and, yeah, and establishing and the, them. Yeah. And the evil they're facing more so than surviving the walkers. Cause we kind of, we kind of had that, I guess it was 
last season when they had the big stampede and and or the herd yeah the million market million walker march or something yeah, like that yeah, yeah. the quarry yeah. yeah i know right yeah, yeah. so they kind of they kind of did that and now they're focusing on look the the walkers aren't the threat right now it's negan and his group and now the you know the crazy trash people so uh, so i think you know and that's something that's that's a little bit different than than what happened in the comic as well so it'll be interesting to see how these groups um, fight not just the saviors, but the the crazy trash people, and and how that uh, how that comes together. So, uh, so that yeah, there's there's some there's some interesting stuff that can that can take place. Okay. Any other final thoughts before we wrap up this the season of The Walking Dead? Um, just I I think they're in a good place now, mm-hmm. and I just. If they could just keep it, keep the momentum going, I think next season could be their strongest one yet. If they if they keep that, like with yeah. the writing that they did on these last half of the of this season, if they can keep that up and and get away from the same tropes they keep falling into, uh, you know, the silly tropes of, you know, again the the we're going to let you know that a character is going to die by all of a sudden giving them lines, you know, and, and, and whatnot out of nowhere and do little stuff like that. Like they can get pat, if they can get a, away from that, um, and just keep that and keep the strength of the, of the writing up. I think this, it can get even better. I think and I'm hope- it can get even better. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that, you know, Daryl was neutered for most of this season. So yeah, he was. I'm really hoping that next season, you know, people are responding really positively to Jeffrey D. Morgan and his Negan character. Mm-hmm. I think that's been a, a shot in the arm for the show. Yeah. I think Rick acting as the true leader. I think some of these other char- characters coming around, the fact that they're acting uh, like a group. And like I said, I think with Daryl being back on board and more prevalent in the show next season, I, I think it's I think it's going to be a good a good boost for the show. Yeah, we're going to get that Dwight thing. We're, we're really going to get yeah. that Daryl Dwight. Yeah. They'll wrap that up. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll see what happens yeah. with that and, you know, mm-hmm. where, where it goes. No, it's interesting. It's in a good place, like you said. And I'm, I'm really I'm optimistic about the future. Season 8 is going to be pretty impressive. Uh, if Season 7 is any indication, I just, I just hope they, they fix some of the little errors. And uh, it seems like Gimple likes to sprinkle in the action or the – I'll call it the fan service. I mean, the action is too simple. Yeah, the fan service, service. Yeah. he sprinkles it in so sparingly. It's like like he's just – he just gives you just enough. But it's like, mm-hmm. you know what? What's wrong with a little more? Like what's wrong with just a little bigger bite of that? Like what? why is that so bad? Your show has to be so different, so experimental, so mm-hmm. playing with timelines, all this kind of stuff and dedicating these episodes to the smaller crew, like the smaller characters. Like come on, just give us a little bit more of what we want. Why is that so bad? I, mean, I think that's what fear is suffering from because it doesn't give us any of that. It gives us nothing. They, they yeah. try. They try deliberately to not be the Walking Dead and what right. it stands for, and because of that, you've seen it fail pretty much from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And they've tried all different things. And really, where that show has worked is the few episodes where it kind of resembles the Walking Dead, where they take on a mission, they conquer something, they go into you know they they they, they win something. They they're survivors in the world. They're 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 warriors to a certain extent. But where it fails is this this kind of contrived, um, you know, kind of character stuff that, that they do. So, I don't know. That's my only wish list. If I if I had one for the producers that are listening to the show, that that's it. Just give give us a little bit more of what we want. A little bit more. Just a little bit right. more. A little, little hint. We can kill you. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Well, again, we appreciate you all listening, sticking with us through the season. Russ, thanks for joining us for the final uh, episode of this season. 
Yeah, yeah. I, like I said, I had some family stuff going on, so I couldn't I couldn't be on the last couple of weeks. But uh, but yeah, things things should be. I know Aaron and I are gonna headline, and and some of the other guys will jump on too. Uh, we we were gonna try and squeak it in before the f- back half of season seven started, but we didn't get around to it. So we've got a little bit of time on the hi- hiatus here. So I think we're going to try and squeak in that Telltale episode, right? Uh, so Sweet. we can talk about the the Telltale game. So season one, season two, um, season three, and then the Michonne, uh, the the Michonne uh, game as well. So yeah, that'll be fun. So I'll try and remember to put up a thread on the Facebook uh, group. So if anybody has any comments or thoughts on on the the Telltale series. Uh, they can put those there, and we can, like I said, we'll we'll read those on the show. Or, or if you have questions or, you know, comments and stuff like that, we can you can put them out there, and then we'll uh, we'll discuss. So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that because that's something we've been wanting to do. We tried during the hiatus and always do something, you know, a little off the beaten path. Yeah, whether just it's keep the, it going. Yeah, yeah, whether it's the comics or news you know, that may happen or something like that. Or yeah, yeah, and Jordan and I used to do like the Breaking Mad episodes where we mm-hmm. talk about um, Breaking Bad and Mad Men. Um, you know, and so, you know, maybe after, after, um, fear goes on hiatus before, uh, before we get season eight, maybe we'll, we'll pick that back up and talk about better call Saul and yeah, better call Negan. Yeah. Yeah. Better. Yeah. <laughs> better call the Badlands. Uh, better call the Badlands. There you go. That's right. I'm a, I'm a fan of Enter the Badlands. Oh, uh, that's a good show. Yeah. yeah. So maybe we can do that and then uh, better call Saul. So we'll think of a clever name for that. So yeah, just, just something to kind of. Um, there was something, oh, that we'll save for, uh, for another new show, but AMC put out something, uh, recently where they're going to start offering a commercial free option. Um, but there, there's some, there's some controversy with that. So hmm. uh, I think that'll, that'll be an interesting, uh, talking point. Maybe if we have a news episode. So. Sure. Sure, that should be pretty interesting. So we appreciate everyone listening and sticking with us uh, through this season. It's been fun. We're going to take a little bit of a break, as the show does. But uh, our listeners can still listen to us do our other podcasts. And, of course, like I said, we'll return for Fear the Walking Dead uh, coming up probably in the next, I guess, uh, few weeks or a few – actually, a couple of months, I think. They're going to do Bitter Call Saul, and then they'll go pretty much into uh, into Fear the Walking Dead. So we'll take a, a little break, but we miss you guys, and uh, we'll try to catch up with you a little bit along the way. But where can they find us when – we're not talking The Walking Dead. Um, let's see. Aaron and Richard are gone. Daryl, how about you? Uh, you can go to the Taylor Network of Podcasts, and you can check out a bunch of uh, different podcasts on the on the network um, that I'm very proud of. Uh, uh, like Nothing's On, I do a gym, and, and it's a TV and movie one, and we, we really get into stuff, too, like we do here. Um, you can also check out, we have a Star Trek one, we have a Star Wars podcast, we have a D&D podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we have a lot of, a lot of, a lot of stuff, a lot of content that, that, uh, I think people will dig if they give it a shot. So, uh, you can just go over there or just follow me on Twitter and you, you see a lot of, uh, stuff posted, uh, on the voice one, two, three. Excellent. Thank you. Russ. Just, uh. Stay tuned to HHWLOD.com. Uh, it's all connected. We had a little bit of a hiatus with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so we'll be picking that back up as it's come back. Um, and we're trying to figure out how we're going to talk about Iron Fist because uh, that's <laughs> going to be challenging. Oh, yeah. Um, but but Here, the, I'll, I can sum it up for you. Ready? Colleen Wing was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um, but yeah, with Gar- with Guardians Volume Two coming out uh, and Spider Man coming out and 
the the Inhumans. There's there's a lot of stuff coming up. So yeah. Uh, so yeah, stay tuned to that. That's great. Thanks, Jim. Uh, you can catch me on the Taylor Network podcast on Nothing's On and on the aforementioned D and D podcast uh, Paradigm Shift, which also is being broadcast on Twitch TV now uh, every other Saturday at uh, Reverse Normals, all in lowercase, all one word. Uh, we just broadcast our second episode on Twitch last night, or night before last, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, over on HHWLOD side, uh, there's the DCTV podcast, which I host, uh, uh, co-host uh, Dar- with Daryl and Jerry and Rich, and uh, we cover all the DC shows uh, from the CW, that includes The Flash and Supergirl and Legends of Tomorrow and Arrow, plus the, uh, the DC shows on Fox which would be uh, Gotham and uh, uh, Lucifer. So if you watch any of those shows, you know, if you're fans of you know, Wild Walking Dead's in uh, hiatus, then come check us out. We're in a high gear right now. Um, some of the shows are coming back, some are going out on uh, their season finale, so there's a lot going on over there. And you can follow me on the Twitters at Yoda Jones. Excellent. And Jim, we'll expect to see you back for Fear the Walking Dead, right? We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so, folks, your Toby ratings may be read by somebody else, but maybe Jim will we'll catch it. Once the show gets good, maybe Jim will jump back on, right? Let's we'll see, we'll see what happens. But, um, no, Jim, thanks again for all you do, seriously. And, uh, you know. I'll have Ezekiel give a little pep talk to Jim. <laughs> <laughs> you maybe are not he'll, stuck. He'll stay in the battle. Maybe. But, I'm, but I'm still stuck in the second season. <laughs> you are not, you you are are not, not stuck. stuck. Get out. That's it. They're back in America, okay? I'm, I'm spoiling it for you. They're yeah, back. That's yeah. it. Oh, uh, anyway. So if you want to hear my other podcast, it's the Auto Chat Show, autochatshow.com, Facebook.com forward slash auto chat show. Me and my co-host Teddy review new cars, discuss cars and pop culture, whatever else comes into our brains. We have various guests on the show from time to time to make it interesting and talk about the world of cars and anything automotive. We keep it fun, we keep it light, even if you're not a car or a gearhead, motorhead, whatever you want to call yourself, it is actually very consumable for the average person. Just check us out. We have a lot of fun. A lot of laughs, um, and just discuss everything that is uh, around that automotive culture that's out there. So check us out. We're actually going to do the New York Auto Show coming up in a couple weeks, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Running up some special interviews for that, getting our spring new car review schedule locked down. So stay tuned for that, and just a lot of other fun stuff. So it's uh, it's it's a continuing uh, project, but we but I love doing it, and so is my co-host Eddie. And as I love doing this show, it's gonna I'm gonna miss you guys uh, for the next several weeks. But we'll be, we'll be back. So just uh, just uh, keep it going, and uh, and we'll take it from there. Who wants to close us out tonight? Well, there's no more room in hell, and the dead walk the earth. Remember, you think you know about. Sh- but you don't know about that. Uh, that, 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 That'll be easy to edit. Thanks, uh, Jim. Yeah. Appreciate that. <laughs> Jim, stop fighting it. You just do it. Bleep to bleep to bleep. All right, guys, take care. Things are moving Brighter days will soon